1: If you haven't noticed, it is absolutely nuts out there in the housing market. If you don't know exactly what you're doing and you don't have someone that you trust by your side to guide you through the process, good luck getting the home you want or getting the best price for the home you're selling. John Hurlbut at Altitude Homes is a guy I've known for years, over a decade, a friend and someone I trust implicitly. If you are in Pierce, South King, or Thurston counties, there is nobody better to help guide you through the real estate process right now. Go on over to altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkblogger. Now again, that's altitudehomesteam.com slash hawkblogger. Sign up to contact John. He will help you with the process and all referrals will result in a $1,000 donation from John and the Altitude Homes team to Ben's Fund. Everybody wins, go in there, get your help, get your dream home, get the most money for your home. Altitude Homes, team.com slash hawkblogger.
0: Hey all, Evan Hill here of Real Hawk Talk. Super excited to talk to you guys about our good friend Blake Johnson of manifestfit.com. Football season is quickly approaching and it is a struggle to stay in shape while eating burgers and nachos.
2: Folks, we are live, episode 172 of Real Hot Talk. And you know what? I might have to open up my door because my dog is already upset. Um
3: give me one second. We are we are doing this impromptu, folks. Give me one sec.
0: How's that for
2: professionalism? Um yeah, That was
4: pretty smooth.
2: Fuck, man. Um I'm a uh, I'm pretty uh I'm pretty sad right now.
3: Um
4: Yeah.
2: I'm I'm pretty sad right now.
4: It just felt like a wasted, a wasted opportunity. That game went so different than I thought it would.
2: Jeff, I was so excited in that first half. I I know the offense wasn't, you know, finishing drives. Um, I know there were some, you know, they ran the ball four straight times on one drive that just made me want to fucking off myself, but like, the defense played super, super well in the first half, held them to, I think it was three points, three points, three fucking um, points. which is completely unheard of. Um, man, I'm just sad. I'm just yeah. sad.
4: Yeah, it feels they probably sh- they didn't shoot themselves in the foot a hundred times. They probably could have won that game, but that was that was <gasps> weird.
2: How are you feeling? Talk to me for a second while I shut my dogs
4: up. Um, irritated, irritated, babe. That game, every time we play the Rams, I just assume our O-line is going to get abused. I assume Aaron Donald's going to take over the game. And I assume it's going to be a super struggle for our offense. And then our defense limitations will eventually cost us the game. But that's not how the game went today. The Seahawks were moving the ball at will almost. Up and down the field, No, you know, Brian, who was at the game, said there were guys just running free every Rams game against the Seahawks I've ever watched. There are not guys running free. They were moving the ball up and down the field throughout the game. Even the play Russell got hurt. If he doesn't get hit by Donald, that should be a touchdown, Tyler Lockett on a deep pump. So this was different than every other Seahawks Rams game, other than the fucking weirdness. But to me, when they're only, they played great defensively, but only scoring seven points from Russ, with all the guys running free and all the opportunity they had. That made me uneasy at halftime. I thought they were going to lose the game once Jason Myers missed the kick. And then Jamal Adams is just like, I know some people don't want that to be a storyline, but. He had Jamal terrific- Adams yeah, was, yeah, was fucking amazing.
2: horrific tonight.
4: That one play where he is just turned around on that underthrown deep ball that swung the whole game. It's just such a bad look for Jamal. It's a bad look for the team. He didn't blitz other than when he was going to be blitz on the line. La- I don't think he blitzed once.
2: He is responsible for Seattle's defense, giving up 14 of 20. Was it 23 points? Yeah. Of the 23. Ball,
4: that was a third and long deep in the Seattle territory. And that was when the offense was really struggling for the Rams. And if he just stands there and just gets in Deshaun's way, the pass is an easy, it's either a pick or an easy breakup. Then in the next drive, he misses his run fit. Daryl Henderson breaks for a huge run. And then he gets killed on that touchdown pass to Tyler Hidby. So he didn't make a single play of consequence tonight and made a few that kind of swung the momentum of this game. And it's just, I don't understand what they're doing with him. I don't understand. And the offense is just the first frustrating. They only scored seven points in that first half and, they almost negated the great job of the
2: defense. I'm just I'm just absolutely furious with Jamal Adams. You know, a player we gave up two first-round picks for, a third-round pick, made the highest-paid safety in the NFL by, you know, a, pr- a fairly significant margin. A player that is expected to be a leader on this team, a leader on this defense. He cannot play like he just played in one of the divisional round highlights of the fucking season. I'm sorry. You yeah, can't no. play like that. That was Tedrick Thompson level fucking quality
4: because if they just if he just stands there and doesn't turn around and spin you know my hot take is
2: i said this on twitter jeff my hot take is if jamal adams doesn't play like complete fucking garbage tonight seahawks might have won that game they might have won it
4: like that game was fucked up in so many ways but yeah like he was responsible for 14 points the first two drives of the second half i would put on him there was just so many things that went fucked up in that game.
2: Hey, uh, Brian and Nathan, welcome to the pit of sadness. Um hey boys.
3: Hey, Brian. How, how was the game? You know, I think it was surprisingly good. Um, you know, it's never fun to lose, but, you know, I, I expected the Rams to have their way with the Seahawks a lot of the time, and um, I thought the Seahawks looked like a very, I will say, well-coached defense for a lot of that game, um, which is surprising, and uh, I thought they really were giving them fits, which, you know, I think they got pass pressure against a an O-line that had given up three sacks all year, which I didn't really expect. Um, It wasn't getting home necessarily, but they definitely were getting pressure and forcing some early throws. I thought the coverage was pretty good for a a decent chunk of the game. Um, I think you guys, I mean, I get the Jamal thing and I'm not going to pile on, you know, say what you want about Jamal. I thought Jordan Brooks played a really bad game and I was surprised how much run he got. I thought, I thought, I mean, everyone wants to pile on Jamal, and it's fine, whatever. I, I just think uh, – I think Jordan Brooks has been a disaster, um, and and I thought he – was, was an odd decision for them to stay with him even when things were going badly. Ryan Neal barely played. Um, so, so that was just an odd oddity to me. And um, I don't know, being at the game, you know, I don't know how it looked on TV. I can just tell you, like – with no one no like hyperbole like throughout the first half every single drive Waldron was scheming guys wide open and um a few Russ just missed like didn't see them um you know a few they just didn't quite connect but the offense just wasn't good enough and it wasn't because the Rams were playing good defense there's no way they should have had seven points in that first half they should have had 21 like that they was they were, they were there were a lot of plays to be made, and for, for me, like, I think the turning point of that game was not the Deshaun Jackson play. I think the turning point of that game came before that when Russ, for no reason, after getting their first third down conversion on a quarterback sneak, second down um, takes wow. a sack after 55 seconds, you know, dropping back. And it was third and 22, and the team had no choice, and they punt. And – and that's when the Deshaun Jackson play happened, if I'm remembering the, the, the way things occurred. And that was a huge moment in that game. Like, again, so I th- this is a recurring theme for us. My expectations for the defense are pretty low. My expectations for the offense are really high. I think the uh, defense was playing one of the best offenses in football. The offense was not playing one of the best defenses in football. And the defense outplayed the offense for most of this game. So to me, this is pretty cut and dry. They say it was equally offense and defense to me is odd. I think this is very clearly to me, like, I mean, the defense didn't play well enough in the second half. I'm not going to say they did, but uh, even in that, they still stopped them with two minutes and whatever left to go. I um, got the ball back. Um, so I don't know. I, it was better than I expected. There's some fun plays in there. Michael Dixon double punt was pretty cool. Um, but hey, yeah, guys, it sucks. We've got
2: some uh breaking updates on Russell Wilson's hand. Okay. So Pete Carroll says it's a badly sprained finger for, for Russell Wilson, based off of, of uh, initial diagnosis. What's your reaction to that,
4: Jeff Nathan? There's no other way to say it. it fucking sucks. Although Geno Smith watching him was pretty fun. That was one of the few highlights of that game. I don't know if I've ever been as excited. During Seahawks games, I usually hate myself for the whole time. But that (laughs) 98-yard touchdown was incredibly fun. So that drive was incredibly fun. But, yeah, like, Russ is the best part of – watching him every week is the best part of this team. If he's out, it fucking sucks. Is that one of the most unlikely
3: touchdown drives in Seahawks history? (laughs) Yes. 98 yards, guys. With Geno Smith. (laughs) That was fucking chaos. His second who,
4: drive was pretty good too.
2: Who was in coverage on that Metcalf touchdown? Does anybody know?
4: I hope it
3: was Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey.
2: I, I don't I mean, think it, it was. was. No. Yeah, the Rams defense sucks. They're not very good. No,
3: um, they don't suck, but they they are not a top ten defense. No, no,
4: no. They're, they're like twenty sixth, and a lot of yeah. they they suck. There were guys running free all day. <laughs>
2: Speaking of which, let's yeah, talk so about that, the Rams' defense for a second. Jeff, what's your take on how the offensive line performed against that, uh, you know, aggressive defensive front today?
4: That was by far, to me, the most encouraging, other than the defensive in the first half. But I saw Stafford miss just a lot of throws. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I was by far most encouraged by the offensive mm-hmm. line based on how bad they've looked in some of the recent games and how every other Aaron Donald or Rams game has gone. So they, for the most part, held up. There was that bad sack that Brian just referenced that Russell had like three or four opportunities to get rid of the ball. And for the most part, they did pretty well. Donald hit Russell on that deep ball. That probably would have been a touchdown. That ultimately fucked up his finger. But I was pretty say one of the more encouraging signs was that the O-line held up against the Rams. I don't remember any Rams game that happened.
2: Brian, your take. (laughs)
4: No, we, we lost. <laughs> well, I Sorry, I'm going through a really tunnel. Ahead. So
3: let, let me know if, if you can still hear me. But um, yeah, I, I concur with Jeff. I, I thought the O line was remarkably good. The run blocking wasn't awesome, um, but the uh, but the pass blocking was was really really good. Um, and that also was part of why I just felt like there was there were points to be had. Um, I, I think the other thing I'd call out. It, I key moments. I mean the the gopher on fourth down early in that game and um that was a really that was I think the worst play call I've seen from Waldron <laughs> this year.
4: Was that the first straight runs? It was third and yeah, two what run. the hell was
3: going that was really weird.
4: Third and two really two straight runs right there Aaron Donald. Yeah that was and crazy. then I
3: assume Jeff have you already talked about how Jason Myers is like fucking shit and we need to get no, rid of him or
4: it's funny it's three games now every time he's missed a kick. He missed the extra point in the Tennessee game. He missed the field goal when they were rolling against Minnesota. And then tonight a chance really they should have been up 14-3 or at least 10-3. As soon as that kick has been missed, the team has instantly combusted. They, they had the third quarter tonight again where they sucked. They had it in the Tennessee game where they just completely imploded after that. And then in the Minnesota game, they didn't score a single point after that miss. So there seems to be a bad pattern here. Third quarter was brutal.
2: Nathan, we haven't even let you talk yet. Yeah, I want to hear Nathan. <laughs> how, <laughs> how are, are you, you for feeling? The
5: it's probably for the better. No, Look, I want to. I want to hear you. All right. If if you if there's somebody at home, if you don't want to, if you want don't want to hear the negativity. If you want to, you know. I love how you're giving like a trigger warning. This is content <laughs> warning, prefuscant, trigger warning. Prefuscant. This team played like ass from basically start to finish because Stafford played like ass for most of this game and they still gave up 26 points to him. You know, there were, there were like the, the Cooper cup, uh, long reception that should have been a touchdown, but Stafford couldn't place the ball at all in this game. He sailed the ball over receivers. He was nowhere. He tried to throw it away and threw a pick. Like he couldn't even get it out of the back of the end zone. And this defense like wasn't good enough and they couldn't capitalize on it. And they couldn't stay with receivers and the offense wasn't any better Geno Smith came in and the offense came alive. Like that's terrifying. Like Russell played really bad. Like I I don't doubt it that there are guys running open. We saw him miss some guys, but like, I don't know that the all 22 is going to be favorable to Russ in this game. Um, And there's some stuff like, yeah, Gino came in when they were down 10 points. And so maybe the Rams were playing a little, you know, prevent or whatever, but like, that's really bad because Gino's not a good quarterback and and you saw that, right? Like, yeah. I mean, the pick was kind of a weird thing, but like he got into infinity dropbacks and stuff. Like you saw all the reasons that Gino Smith is exactly who you probably think he is. So I, I just thought this was the, it, it didn't, the score didn't look as bad as it could have because I don't think Stafford played like well at all. Um, But this was still, you know, an almost a double-digit loss. Um, They trailed by double digits for most of the second half. Um, They didn't look like they belonged. They didn't look like they belonged against a quarterback that was hurt, right? And this is now two games in a row that we've seen them play a Rams quarterback with a broken finger and just give up too many points and lose and that the offense can't keep up with it. Like, Russell Wilson can't keep up with Jared Goff with a broken thumb or... Matt Stafford with whatever the hell is going on with his finger tonight. So like, it's, it's a disaster. It's, it, it was awful.
3: I'm interested, Nathan, in that. I'm not arguing because I know we have a different point of view on this. Um, I'm I'm kind of shocked a little bit that you think Stafford played so bad. Like I thought he, some of the throws that he completed were, I mean, the timing between him and his receivers was pretty remarkable. I will say I think he was very lucky. Like, I think the Deshaun Jackson play was super yeah. lucky. It was way underthrown. That's all Deshaun Jackson making the the adjustment on that. But that was not a great throw from Stafford, for sure. There's another pass that was to Cup that got deflected <laughs> into Cup's hands. Like, so, yeah, there's definitely some, like, I don't think this is, like, a, a great Stafford game at all. But there was, I, I sat there looking at some plays. And I was like, holy shit. She and Robert Woods are just, like – like doing ballet out there it was just they were so in sync
5: yeah i mean those two are awesome like there's no doubt but like i i I don't know it seemed to me like matt stafford went about two and a half quarters where he just was lucky to get the ball near a receiver sometimes and and Mm -hmm. like they they went they had that 12 play drive or whatever it was where they were like running sony michelle like five straight times because they couldn't trust him um and it seemed to change I don't know. I'll need to go back and watch and see what actually changed. But um, in the third quarter, I think it was when Stafford started to look a lot better. um, Aikman at the start of that drive said they had changed the bandage on his finger. And I think that the bandage had been on the tip of his finger. And then after that point, it was only on like the middle of his finger and the tip of his finger didn't have anything on it. And so I don't know if that changed his ability to grip the ball or throw the ball or what I will need to go look and see exactly you know, whether that changed or not, but that stuck out to me that Aikman said, the bandage is different now. And then I thought Stafford now looked like the guy, like, like an NFL quarterback, (laughs) like there was a long stretch there where he just really couldn't throw the ball very well. Um, And that was the stretch that I think everyone's thinking about when, when we talk about how well the defense played. Um, But, you know, even during that stretch, like they, they were giving up first downs to Sonny Michelle, they got gashed on the, on the ground game a few times, like, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I came away with this from, with a very different perspective. This, this, I, I really think a lot this isn't just a loss. It's not just sucks because they lost. Right. Um, I came away thinking a lot less of the team.
4: I, I definitely agree with your Russell take. And I, I think it was a really bad look for him that when Gino came in and obviously they didn't game plan for him and he might, but the way he was using the middle of the field and how even something simple is how clean the screen pass looked.
3: Yes, That's the timing of that was, it stood out. It was. It's so a different.
4: horrible look for Russell that the one play, Gino comes in off the bench and the screen is executed perfectly and Russell hasn't run a clean screen in seven years. And I thought you saw some stuff in Gino. Obviously, I don't think any of it's repeatable because if they game plan for him, it's probably fucked. But the way he used Disley and the way he was hitting Metcalf in, with timing and how he didn't need to sort of run around. And, the- and how he threw the ball away. Yeah, and he threw the ball away
5: oh man, I was so mad at Russ for, like, (laughs) it's so much more infuriating when he waits till the absolute last second, like, no, dude, your knee is down, it is too late, you had, like, I get it, you want to hold the ball, you want to make plays, you're Russell Wilson, I totally get it, but, like, at, like, second eight and second nine, like, and, and the defender, like, don't wait until you're wrapped up like at that point just throw the ball away like I am way more generous on on that I think than probably most than like 90% of fans I I get why he plays the way he does but I thought he had a couple of them today that was just like you idiot you can't wait that late like what are it was just dumb it just seemed dumb you know what's weird what's weird about Russell's game
3: tonight is I've seen we've all seen it we've seen games where he's just not good he's he's off he's not he's like inaccurate whatever he actually like had some really nice throws I actually like there were some plays where I was like oh man even the touchdown that got pulled back like that was a great fucking throw and a great play such a bummer oh man but but it was not like oh this is an off day for Russell it was like an on day that he just wasn't great. Like, it, it was weird. It was, he was more inconsistent in this game than I've seen. More highs and more lows than I've seen. from him. Yeah.
4: Yeah, because they should have been up probably 14-3 and maybe more if they didn't run that idiotic third and two and fourth and two runs. But it, it just... Yeah. Yeah, like, they... It just they were in like Rams it territory
3: wasn't. on the first two drives and were, like, chunking
5: plays. Yeah,
4: and like, then the start of the second half, they're at the 50 pretty quick and then Russell yep. does that play and then... The next series is Deshaun Jackson.
5: Somebody in the chat just said Russ wasn't bad until the injury. Russ didn't play after the injury. Like He did, did he, play think, one series, I thought. No, I think he just had the you know, hand off. No, I think he just right, hand, handed it. the ball off. Yeah. So, like, unless we're critiquing his handoff technique. I mean, he didn't yeah, play after that. Lockett
4: Lock burned that guy. That was a touchdown. But... Locke had a great game. He had a great game
3: that did not show up in the box score. No, he was open. He could have had 200 yards tonight. Like he was open like crazy tonight.
5: And DK came alive once Gino came in. I know. I know that was what alarmed me so much.
3: Yep. Disley too. I I think.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's easy to
3: overreact. It's easy to overreact to this game. I just think that knowing that how much that Russell has at times been, uh, you know, a controversial figure for Seahawks fans, there were things that Gino was doing that people complained about Russ not doing. And I I just think that that's going to be, there's going (laughs) to prepare yourself folks. There's going to be a lot of that going on this week. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some small contingent, I'm not saying it's going to be loud, but they're like, yeah, give Gino the next start. Um, At Doug and God forbid if he does, and he beats the Steelers because the Steelers are bad. Oof.
4: Well, yeah. the Seahawks are pretty bad. Yeah, they are. With Geno and this defense, it's not it's not going to none of these games going to be very good coming up. Because because yeah. I agree with
5: you guys, like that Rams defense isn't very good. Uh, yep. it, it may just be straight bad. And you know, Russ scored seven points. I mean, he should have scored ten because Myers misses a field goal, like. That's just that's insane, and with and his offensive line playing really well. Yeah,
4: yeah. Because every Seahawks Ram game, it's like Russ can't function because the offense can't hold up up front, and that's what last year's playoff game was. And this looked nothing like that.
5: There's just no excuses. Like no, that's, it's not I like agree. the Vikings game where they got two possessions in the second half. It's not like you know all the other games in his career, like we're saying, where the offensive line was ass. It's not like. Uh, I, I don't know. It doesn't. It didn't seem like the game plan was terrible, or that they were trying to force the run. Um, I, he just was bad. Does Seattle win this bad. game if Does Seattle win this game if Russell doesn't get
3: injured? I don't think no. so. I don't think so. No. Right? I don't even think they scored that. I don't. I don't think they score the, the 98 yard yeah. touchdown. I think they win I the, the game if Jamal
4: Adams stands still.
3: <laughs> it's a joke, but it's interesting... not. I think the more interesting question, Evan, and I wasn't and you probably won't like my answer is do the CX win this game if Geno Smith starts?
5: I thought this was what you are going to say too. And my answer is still no. Um, I don't think so. But probably not. Yeah, they probably would have gained. Probably not.
3: I and mean, Geno Smith is the turnover machine. But um, I think Russell left hundreds of yards on the field today. So I don't know. It's hard to say. I wouldn't say it's a total no. Which Just feels crazy. like
2: there were a lot of missed opportunities in the first half for the offense. Like, oh. there was a, you know, that that one, you know, drive deep into enemy territory where they ran the ball four straight times was was killer. But there was another drive where I feel like they should have gone for it.
4: First it drive like, of the game
2: was it the first drive of the game? Yeah, it was like fourth and four short and
4: three from like the forty three.
2: Felt like the offense was really moving. I think they got the
4: yards back in three plays.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that kind of got lost in the mix, but that that felt like a drive they should have yeah, gone for. Yeah, because they it.
4: went for it, which was the right play on the next drive, but then they didn't, didn't do play action. Didn't.
2: But at the same time, Russell clearly missed, you know, lock it on a couple of plays, you know, in the first half, and it just felt like they left points off the board, and
3: they should have the they should have like, been
2: up. 21 to 7. That's yeah. the
3: reality. Here's the thing that, that like, I've just been dreading. And I've, I've known it. I feel like I've felt like this since the Tennessee game. But now we've got to face it. Like, the Seahawks could win the next three games. You know, it's like B5 and 3. Um, they're just hopelessly mediocre in my – like, just, it's just like playing out the string. Like, I'm so, like that's I'm almost. Oh, – I'm almost dreading it. I'm
4: dreading it. Well, that's the hardest part about everything right now cuz you're not wrong. Yeah, like what's where's the upside in this team?
5: Man, I feel bad. I feel like there was some positivity. There was there was a silver lining here. I don't know. Do we want to talk about how enjoyably stupid this game was? There was <laughs> it was Let's talk about how fun how dumb and fun this game was at times. So there was double punt. Uh, so the Rams kicker missed an extra point. Jason Myers missed a field goal. The Rams kicker put two kickoffs out of bounds. Uh, (laughs) Matt Matt Stafford just lazily throws the ball away, but, like, it just lands in the corner. It would have, (laughs) like, it didn't go any farther than the corner of the end zone. (laughs) That was the worst throwaway I've ever seen. Unbelievable.
4: Uh, Russ's pick was pretty bad. Yeah, that Uh. was –
2: I mean, that he was unlucky, a big
4: though, right? It no, was. dude, it he was, was way a forced... behind him No,
2: it
3: was, it was absolutely a forced throw. I'm not yeah, I'm not disagreeing. Did they show, did you guys see on that play that there were open players in the flat? Yes, there totally were. It was a bad throw. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Oh, it was so hard to see. <sighs>
5: yeah, and then the Deshaun play is third and 10 from like what? Okay, and here's the, mo- here's the, all right, fun dumb, fun dumb. We're talking about fun dumb things. So that punt ball was just soul crushing, <laughs> but Deshaun Jackson got tired and ran out of bounds, like 10 yards from the end zone. He like, he, he catches, he corrects it to that ball. He catches it. He like zips past everyone makes the Seahawks defense looks like uh, Keystone cops. And then he goes about 20 yards and just like gets tuckered out. And just kind of walks out of bounds with nobody in front of him. Like, just a weird, bizarre, could have been a much more fun game if they had looked more
3: competitive. Uh, I mean, other fun – I mean, I thought DK looked great tonight. I loved DK's game tonight. I love that he scored the touchdown on Ramsey. Um, And and I did love that he got the pass interference on Ramsey. Or I don't know if that was – that was on DK. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I just – I loved that game from him tonight. Um, it was fun to see. Colby Parkinson, you want another fun dumb thing? Colby Parkinson caught his first pass of the season and the PA announcer said what about that uh, play? That, they
4: tried that, to throw like that over the top thing that went off yeah. the
3: guy's head. And no, but but Colby Parkinson catches his first pass, and uh, the PA announcer says that Will Disley just caught the pass.
4: Penny, <laughs> I don't know Penny how Hart anybody Swansea in the world is sweet. Yeah. What about DJ Dallas during that two-minute drill when he makes a huge play and starts celebrating and doesn't hand the ball to the ref? All
2: right, so I'm going to the Green Bay game in five weeks. Is Russell Wilson going to be playing?
4: I think he will. He's pretty ominous after this game. (sighs) Russ is going
3: to be really stubborn about sitting out. I mean...
4: He's like going to make it needs, really hard. Like Hypothetically, if he needs surgery, how long are you out for?
3: God knows. We're not
2: medical people. <laughs>
4: uh, I have no idea.
3: I would uh, say seven weeks, Jeff. Seven, okay.
2: seven and a half weeks. There was an interesting
4: – Well, having a golf last year where he – the playoff game.
2: Hold up, though. There was an interesting quote that just came
4: out, Brian, that I thought you,
2: that you would find noteworthy. Uh, Pete Carroll said that once Russell basically figured out that he couldn't grip the ball – um, he didn't fight the decision uh, to put Gino back in so yeah that that seems fairly notable considering Russell's like Mr. Adversity yeah. I don't know
3: yeah
2: um yeah. we could see Gino for a few games we really could
4: prime time Gino versus
2: Ben
5: next Sunday <laughs> <laughs> just what everybody was looking forward to oh, okay but God. if if Gino gets named the starter for that Pittsburgh game how much worse do you feel about that game?
3: Oh, I think not we're winning. not that much worse. <laughs> we're winning that I'm game. Actually, I, I'm like morbidly more interested in the I'm game. I'm more
5: interested in the game. 100%. Kinda, yeah.
4: I know, I kind of am. <laughs> oh well, now, I,
3: mean, I, mean, I mean, what happens if the offense looks better with Gino, like for a whole game?
2: Brian, I don't want to talk about that yet.
3: <laughs> what, what, would, what, yeah, I mean. Seahawks' Twitter would melt down.
4: Doug Baldwin like, would have that evil Grinch smile. Oh, my
3: that. God. Oh, my God. No comment.
4: DB89 yeah. would be sub-tweeting. So hard. Loved, Doug loved Tavares Jackson, basically. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe but, the you know, comparison I mean, for Gino. The,
3: the serious comment there, though, guys, is – Shame on the Seahawks again, front office, for never taking the quarterback position seriously. They've had Russell Wilson since 2012, and drafted how many quarterbacks? Yep, I think not. Like there's there's nobody. I mean, the Patriots had Tom Brady and spent a second round pick on Jacoby Brissett and Jimmy Garoppolo. Like they still like
2: was Magoo not a draft pick?
3: Oh yeah. Like seventh round or six like I mean, come on. I, I'm talking about actually investing in the position. No, dude, and... that that's just for Nathan. <laughs> Sorry. I just the fact that you get to this point, which you're gonna get to, Russell's never gonna play every game of entire career. And you have Geno Smith as your backup who has no upside at all. Like he's not I don't know. Come on, even if he plays well this season, I'm kidding, I'm Geno I'm Smith kidding. is not your franchise quarterback. So like it's just a shame that like they have not invested anything in that position for 10 years. Cause it could be a cool, it could be cool right now to see, you know, some young guy that they've been developing get his chance.
5: I agree. They never should have cut Alex McGee. <laughs> just, fuck you. Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: Oh man. How do you we're, think fans are reacting to this show right now? Like are they are they pissed that we're so negative? Are they feeling the same way? How do you guys think fans like in general are reacting to this? I feel
2: like we're taking this much better than the average fan is, to be quite honest. But we all picked
3: him to lose. We
2: but like lose. but like it's it was just such a morbidly stupid game that uh, yeah, it uh... just
4: It's just, and then we got that last chance to like see maybe see a Geno drive for like the most unlikely win ever. (laughs) The first play is intercepted.
2: The reality is nobody on this podcast believes in this team. No, nobody believes in this team here. How
4: about Derek came out of this game optimistic?
2: Yeah, Derek can
5: go fuck himself. Yeah, (laughs) I mean,
4: like (laughs) Derek is negative at everything.
5: Oh man, that was terrible. I was love in such you, a Derek. bad mood at the end. And I open up the group chat and Derek's like, I feel more encouraged about this team. And I'm like, Jesus, Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> I love you, Derek. Good for yeah. you, Derek. Yeah. I don't nice. love you
5: right now though, Derek. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: what the fuck is going on with Jamal? Like that That's like,
5: a years he... He <sighs> like a... but
3: yes. I mean, I haven't seen all the stuff that you guys have seen. So maybe I'll be like equally furious about it. But it's just so hard for me to have that be the number one story out of this game. It's not a number one
4: story. It's just more, it's one of the more infuriating parts of it because. He, but I could
3: totally see this whole week turning into just like how bad Jamal is. Oh, Brian, you will see,
2: Brian, you will see the replays. I'm not even
3: like, I'm not even denying that. Like, why, I, I, I don't know. Why, what like, are
4: they doing with him? They
5: did But the much wants.
3: bigger story is our franchise quarterback.
5: Yeah, but know. it's also a guy It's a much 20%. bigger story. There's just no one story this week. No, there's like that's fair. That's fair. I, I there's, there's plenty of time and plenty of blame for Jamal, for Jordan Brooks, for Russ, for yes. you know, on, I, I, I didn't think Waldron was. I mean, and I didn't get to see all the 22, so maybe I'm wrong here, but I thought Waldron had some really uninspired stretches. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think. Uh, and i do think like as much as we're ragging on like russ and as much as he deserves it and and he's the guy that should be leading this team to wins and everything you traded two firsts for jamal adams he's supposed to be an mm-hmm. all pro. He's supposed to be a blue chipper he looked bad like not like oh haha blitz boy uh yeah, no, that's... like bad bad
3: no that, i I, I, for me. I agree
5: i just like my
3: reaction partially is like, why didn't they not blitz him in this game? Like this That's is the game to guess. do that.
4: Like, it's just weird. They and they had like Jordan Brooks in coverage against Cooper Cup in that last touchdown drive from the ran. There's just a lot of odd stuff. I, I don't. It's getting hard to. Understand. I do think that you've
3: got to start wondering about Waldron as strategist. That what is it now? Four out of five games that teams have have made some sort of adjustment or I'm assuming and a halftime and the Seahawks have been stifled.
4: It so was just like that first Gino Smith moment. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I, it's not a bad point.
3: I, I don't know. I mean, will, we'll talk through it. I know we got, we'll have the show later this week or next week. I, I just want to fast forward. I want to fast forward to blowing this all up and starting over. Like, I- I'm ready for the ascent. I-, I don't want a team that is just hopelessly mediocre. Um, so that- that's where I'm at. This sucks. I played good golf to say. Today. <laughs> What'd you shoot? It was 84. Wow.
5: Not bad. Yeah, it's a
3: beautiful day. I, f- I felt pretty good about it.
4: Sean so. really annoyed in that game. What did Sean McVay say after the game? What? What did Sean McVay? He was yelling at Freddie Swain. He like he ran the ball on third and ten in the game. He, like, he wouldn't go for it on fourth down. And then he's freaking out at the end of the game when they hit the kick. Like you barely beat Geno Smith. <laughs> give me, give the Rams break, are dude. the Rams are fraudulent.
2: They are. Yeah, they
4: don't like. They don't well, look great. They've looked the exact exact same to me the last. Two.
2: There is in the NFC West. There's the Arizona Cardinals. There's a 15-pound pile of shit, the Seahawks, and just maybe the Rams and 49ers right behind them.
5: You think the Seahawks are better than the Rams? Yeah.
2: I, I think know. so. I think I think when Russell is, like, fully what? healthy.
5: Yeah. No. I, I do. I,
2: I do. The Seahawks were
5: a better we team than be. the Rams for half. I,
2: I, for I, half, think, for I sure. think if if Seattle plays the Rams 10 you know, 10 times, and Russell Wilson is fully healthy, I think they win six or seven of them.
5: So you think I, that they I would not. have won this game if Russ hadn't gotten hurt?
2: I'm real close to saying yes. I'm real close to it.
5: Um, I don't think on tonight I would agree
3: with you, Evan, but I don't think that's as crazy of a take as as some people might say. Like, it's,
2: I, I, ri- it's not. Like, the Rams are not as good as people think. They're well, just not.
4: It's because of their defense. They're, that's what made them so – dominant last year and then adding stafford was supposed to turn make them dominant on both sides but when you play that defense like that they're just not a very intimidating team
3: you know also is a bummer like it was an encouraging part and then a bummer which there's just sense of that tonight um i thought that the corners played pretty well in the first half even though they gave up some plays i thought the coverage was really tight
4: yeah really. and
3: i thought marquis marquis blair had a decent game like um yeah. had some decent coverage like they just looked like a more professional defense for that that half than I've seen in a long time. Not even just like this year, but, like, they were so much more disciplined. Um, I know Nathan's like, what are you talking about? But no. that's just what I saw. That's what my eyes saw.
5: No, I was going to ask, uh, why did Blair play over Neil? Like, I, I don't no. disagree. I don't I think-
4: read. I read that they didn't put the dime defense in their game plan this week. Which is incredibly bizarre, but then what was Blair play? Did you just other playing nickel.
5: Yeah, yeah. So oh, no Ugo. Yeah, I guess they were rotating them. Okay,
4: it was they had something that worked so well, and they just go away from. Huh.
3: Yeah, that's what I was saying at the beginning. I, I thought Jordan Brooks to me was a, a pretty big part of this game. Like as bad as it sounds, like Jamal played um, from my vantage point. I was seeing Jordan Brooks like he was a big part of why Robert Woods had the game he had. He was, he was in zone coverage. He was trailing. Like he was just in the wrong place a lot. And, um, if that was Ryan Neal instead of Jordan Brooks, I I feel like the game could have gone differently. So I I didn't understand why they didn't make that eventually they did at the very end, but I, I just didn't understand why they didn't do it earlier. All right. We want to wrap this up, Evan, anything else you want to cover?
2: Enjoy watching Sunday football, guys, without the Seahawks playing. This sucks. I don't know what yeah, else to say. Yeah, go for a
3: drive. See the uh, Pacific Northwest uh, foliage. It's gorgeous out there right now. But, uh, hey, Epis- don't forget, patreon.com slash Blogger. We're going to commiserate.
2: Episode 172, bitches. Subscribe. Oh, my God. Like the show. <laughs> go Seahawks. Potentially blow it up. Oh. You know, uh we'll have more to talk about later.
3: God, Rebuilding's God. fun. The Mariners It is. Come on. is when you
4: it is. Graphics, not when you give it's, away I love how
3: excited Brian is about this. I'm so on board I, with this. I love new beginnings, man. man yeah, I I like sad I don't like sad endings, but you know, like
4: well, I think it's yeah. I think it's getting time. They're, they're trending towards Pittsburgh territory man yeah
2: alrighty folks yeah. enjoy your night go see Hawks and we'll see you guys later